my podcast, Three is a Party, where I make top three lists about things in my life. Special thanks to 183 Tech Literacy and my mom for supporting me since day one. Now sit back and listen closely. Shalom. <coughs> shalom. <coughs> there it is again. Shalom. 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 Okay. Hello, friends. My name is Jesse, and I'm here to talk about Jesus and what he's done in my life. So even though it may sound like I'm talking about myself, really it's just what Jesus has been able to do through me to him, you know, our obedience, someone else's breakthrough, our walk in Christ is a testimony that someone else needs to hear. You know what I mean? So as I share this, this is potentially for you if you want to receive it. Um, This is for someone you know. If you think they need to receive it, you know, this is is for you. Each other's lives are for each other, if you can believe that. Um, But I need to send myself something real quick. Please give me a patty flipping second. Cause I'd be stalling, man. You guys, I've been I've been playing Dragon Quest. I'm just gonna admit it. I've been playing a PS4 game. And sheesh, when I get wrapped up in this stuff, y'all, there's no stopping me, bro. I was on it. I've been on it for hours, like every day. And you know, it's fine, but there's things, there's other things I could be doing. Uh, to myself, sorry, I'm sending a picture to myself on my email so that I can get it on my computer. Does that make sense? Yeah, you hear that? Sheesh. Um, that was fast. What the heck? I literally sent it and then, I mean, I guess I'm sending it to myself. Okay, whatever. Um, da, da, da. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, okay. Um... Yesterday, I went to, I was in Dallas all day. I pulled up to Dallas, six o'clock in the morning for that morning service. That morning service, bro, man, amazing how the Lord will meet you that early in the day. Sheesh, I was in there dancing, spirit just, I had the flags with me. I was, I was like getting unbalanced after, after a few minutes of dancing, you know, you just kind of let the wind just, the spirit just kind of take you. Uh, so it was really sweet. It was really sweet. And it was a very up and down kind of day yesterday. Uh, okay, I'm just going to say it. There was a guy, and I will not say his name. I almost did, but I'm not going to say his name. There's a guy who cut me off in the middle of a prayer that I was praying in front of everybody. Because I wasn't praying, I was singing. And he said, we're up here praying. Do you get that? We're praying. I said, oh, spirit. (laughs) It was like, oh, just thinking about it now, like, cuts my spirit in half. Just in the middle of a holy moment. And, you know, I don't normally, like, go up and kind of talk or whatever unless I really feel led to like I'm not just up there looking for attention promise like I honestly 
I'm not like an an attention seeker as far as like getting on uh, you know in front of everybody and being like, "Hey, look what I can do." Like like sometimes but not but not really, right? Um and especially like in prayer, or, like when we're in the middle of a set or whatever and we're worshiping like that that's all for the Lord, you know? And I'm not trying to be in there impressing some girl in the middle of prayer like what the heck? But so I say that because when I started singing, I really felt like the Lord told me to sing. It wasn't like, oh, I want to show off my skills. No, I just, it was uh, Psalm 118, and uh, it says in there that everyone chants uh, his steadfast love endures forever. And I and I started singing it, and I was like, Lord, do you want me to sing that? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. So I went up there, and I like opened up a prayer, and I was like, I feel like we should sing. And then, boom, takes away the mic. Like literally mid-sentence, just like that. You see that mid-sentence? And I'm like, <gasps> and then he starts yelling at me. It's like, we're praying, we're praying. I need you to pray. Do you not get that? Like, you're not praying. I was like, okay, gosh, like, sheesh. And they're literally up there. I don't know about everybody. You know what? I'm not even trying to bash up a room like that. They they do some amazing stuff. Don't let me, st- it's just that moment happened to me or whatever. And then I walked away. And then he grabbed me and he was like, we're up here praying. Do you understand? Like, the, and, and uh, like, he just, I don't know, tried to explain it to me or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, bro, I get it. Leave me alone. Let me sit. Cause I'm done. And it was, and it was just so upsetting because I felt like the Lord wanted me to do that. You know, I felt like the Lord wanted to move through that. And I don't know if it was, I mean, I guess in the Lord's will to like have him stop me, you know, because it happened. Um, and the Lord knows all he knows what's going to happen. And it like, just thinking about it makes me rage. And maybe that's what the Lord wants to reveal in me is that like, I have this rage. I have this anger in me that I don't really express at all. Like I'm not violent. I do not yell. I don't call people names. Like I don't do any of that. The craziest thing I'll do is go in my car and like yell for like two seconds. I know I said I don't yell, but I meant like I don't yell at others. You know, I'm not like loud with others. I'll just, I'll literally sit in my car and I'll just, ah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally yell just to like get it out, you know? <laughs> that is to the extent of how I express my anger. And, and I feel like, I don't know, maybe the Lord wants me to like work through that. Cause he's, he had me work through a bitterness, I would say. <clears throat> Sorry. A bit, oh my gosh, I'm not even listening to music. Take my life as a sacrifice. I'll be the incense. Sweetest fragrance. You know what? Let's listen to that. I'm singing it for a reason, right? I just ate some Special K. Shout out Special K. Um, What were we talking about? Hold on. Let me scan this real quick. Uh, it's fine. Yes, Jesus. Add. Yes, send. Sorry, I'm adding my friend. That picture I sent was actually a QR code, so I could scan it on my phone. And now we did it. And we added my friend, and boom. Now ball's in his court. Anyway. Um, yeah, uh, he's just been healing me of bitterness, bro. I had, so I mentioned to you guys last podcast that I had quit my job 
don't know why I'm so tired. I'm so sorry. I just keep yawning. Just keep yawning. Um, that I quit my job. And it was because I felt like I needed healing to be done and I needed to prioritize that. And I got backlash from people. I had some people tell me, like, no, you're going down a dark path. Go turn back. It's not too late, you know, or you can transfer. You can take a leave of absence, da, da, da. Trying to get me to stop from following the Lord. Make the safe play, you know what I mean, and go back. But I'm in uncharted waters, man, and and it's been swirly, bro. I got to admit, it's been a week, maybe a week and a half, and, like, it, actually exactly a week because I quit last Friday. It's been exactly a week, and man, topsy-turvy, bro. This ship is sailing, but it is rocking back and forth, bro. Hasn't tipped over yet, praise God. But um, I kind of wanted to get into just how that happened. So I know I mentioned that, you know, I I woke up one day. I'll kind of run through all the details, I guess. I woke up one day, right? And I got up and I started praying and I was like, Lord, what do you want to tell me today? And this is what he says. If you really want to be all in, you'll quit your job and you'll stay home. That I'm talking word for word. Maybe the beginning, I don't remember exactly, but he said, I remember hearing like, uh, if you're all in, maybe not if you want to be all in or whatever, but he said, if, if you're all in or if you want to be all in, you'll quit your job. And you'll stay home. I remember those two things. And I was like, ah! this was like Tuesday or something, bro. This is like Tuesday, like last Tuesday. And so I sat on that word. I didn't, I didn't like immediately, you know, I wasn't immediately a, a, obedient. I just kind of like sat there. Dude, I don't know why I keep going. I just kind of sat there and was like, Lord, man, like if this is you, make it clear, bro. Cause I don't want to just, I want to do the wrong thing. You know, I, I, and I mean, the wrong thing according to you, you know, according to the Lord. Like, I wanted to be obedient to him. And the idea is that if you knew 100% was his voice, then you would 100% be obedient, you know, because you know that whatever the Lord says is for your good, for his glory, for the benefit of all, really. Uh, but it's just the fact that you're getting his voice right, you know. And I feel like people have told me that I have I listen to God's voice clear and stuff and i feel like i do that's taking a lot of time really i was gonna say practice but it's just time you know spending time with him in the mornings and just hearing what he would say how he would say it uh reading his word and knowing uh what his like mindset is or like how he thinks about us you know and that that makes it clear on um what voice is saying what you know because if there's a voice in your head saying that oh you're not good enough or uh no you can't do it it's like it's not the Lord, you know. The Lord doesn't tell you you're not enough. He tells you that his grace is enough, you know, which makes you enough. It's because of him that you're enough now, you know, and you're loved and, and that you can do all things through him. You know what I mean? Um, so you have to be able to read his word and know what he would say so that you can identify whatever is being said in your head and know who is saying that. Does that make sense? Um because the enemy is a liar. He's a liar and a thief and a destroyer, you know, and he's going to break you down whatever chance he gets. But the Lord is the opposite. He's the healer. He's the builder. He's he's everything. So, so he said that in the morning, right? He said, if you're all in, quit your job, go home. Or uh, stay home. 
And it wasn't until Thursday when I went to, last Thursday when I went to the class, when I opened up about my dad. I had been going through a lot of turmoil about my dad and just how he, not how he treated me as a kid, but just him not being there because him and my mom are separated. And um, I know this is not only my business, but my mom and my dad's. Um, but, man, that's deep. I didn't even think about that. But this is like my, this was my trauma of just my dad not being there, you know. And I'll try not to name names and I'll try to be as confidential as possible. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was just, it's t- uh, trauma A type stuff. I, I never really went through trauma B. Wow, that's deep. Holy Spirit just reminded me of a trauma B kind of thing. But it wasn't even, whatever. <laughs> that's deep. Anyway, uh, tra- trauma A, which is the absence of things, you know. And in this case, it's just the absence of my dad. He just really wasn't there. You know, he left when I was younger, when I was like four. Uh, and it's just been my mom. My mom, I mean, she did a great job. I'm still here, you know, and I'm healthy and I have my own room and I have this computer that I'm recording on. You know what I mean? Like I have all these things. Like my mom set me up for greatness, bro. Greatness. Um, but I feel the lack sometimes, you know, and it's because of my dad not being there. Like I, I, it's hard for me to ask for things that I need because I feel like when I do, it becomes a burden, you know, that's why my dad left is because like I needed him or something. Um, and then, uh, you trust issues, you know, it's hard for me to trust people because I had someone who should have been trusted, but decided they, they found better value in other things, you know? And so it, and and that affects me too. That's how I start seeing things. It's, uh, since that's how I grew up seeing my dad, you know, choose things because of how much gain he got from them. That's how I can how I tend to see people. I'm getting out of that. Lord revealed that to me not too long ago. Um, but I've noticed that like I'll be with people or I are or I will hang out with people due to how much I will gain from it, you know, instead of just being there for them, like out of love. Instead of like selfish reasons. So all that being said about my dad and type A trauma I pulled up to the Thursday class and I really didn't want to share like any of this. Every part of me was like, no, don't even say it. Like, what's the point? Other people are sharing, whatever, leave it alone. But something just in my inmost being like made me say it, you know, I was just like, oh, my dad sucks. <laughs> not literally, I didn't say he sucks, but. I straight up said, like, I'm about done with my dad. Like, I could not. And, like, on Sunday, I don't want to keep going back and forth and straying from this overall story. uh, But it's just all context, you know, so you guys can understand uh, where my heart's at, where my head's been at, why I haven't been so on these things right now. There's just other things that have taken priority besides Dragon Quest. That's my bad. I repent. Sorry, Lord. Um, the other day we had went to breakfast and my dad was there and it was just hard for me to look at him. And this was, you know, prior to Thursday. Um, this was kind of like what caused the buildup and what, what caused me to say something on Thursday. But yeah, just, uh, you know, we had eaten breakfast and it was hard for me to look at him. It was hard for me to even be there with him. I just felt 
ugh, I just didn't want to be there. I just didn't want to be around him. I, I don't know. I, it was just hard. It was hard. I just, I don't know. Maybe I felt disappointed in him. And now that he's trying to be around, I, you know, I was just bitter. I was just bitter about the whole situation. And then, like, in that moment, Lord reminded me that, like, just because he's a father doesn't mean he isn't my son. You know, the Lord's saying that. And I was like, man, Lord, you're something else. And so that kind of clicked in my head and I opened up a little bit more and was kind of a little more chill or whatever, you know, because I understand like my dad was raised a certain way and he was raised with a dad who had traumas, you know, and and that generational curse has just gotten down to me. Now, in Jesus name, we're going to break that curse In Jesus name is being lifted in Jesus name. It got no power in this household. Um, But I can't say the same about my dad. You know, my dad he was raised with that curse upon him. And so the Lord just reminded me to have like mercy and and to show him grace, you know, allow him to just continue being the best dad that like he could. So that kind of helped, but you know, I was still just bitter. I felt like, I don't know. I needed something from him, you know? Um, so come Thursday, right? I share. I'm like, yeah, this is my dad. And everyone just like is so supportive. Everyone in there is so nice. Everyone's talking to me, all this and all that. And after class, a guy named, I'm not going to say his name, someone <laughs> stops me. Whoa, wait a second. Wait, let me look at something real quick. Something, I'm looking at something prophetic right now. Whoa. Whoa, Nelly. I'm looking at the back of my jean jacket. There's like some some patches I put on here, but it looks like Africa. Whoa. Whoa, Jesus. Whoa. Jesus. Okay, that's weird. But um uh sorry, I'm just yawning and burping and I'm just gross right now. No one like you. Okay. This is what homie says after class. He stops me, right? After I open up and after I'm just harboring all this bitterness, he walks up to me and he literally preaches to me for like an hour. And it was actually so beautiful. Like, I wanted to leave so bad. But again, something in me just made me stay. Um, and he spoke to me about having el corazón del padre, the heart of the father. And that's a, a heart of mercy, you know. Heart of grace, heart of belonging, of allowing people to belong, you know? And so, I could search all of heaven above. Sorry. Um, It was just this holy moment that lasted an hour. And in the middle of it, we prayed over pain. He we prayed that we would take my dad's pain away. And in that moment, like, I knew we were praying for him, but I wanted my pain to go away, you know? So we did, like, a physical thing. We, 
I like took whatever pain was in my heart. You know, I took my hands, I put it on my heart, and then I just like grabbed pain out of it. Just, you know, physically, but also spiritually grabbed pain out of it and put it in my hands as if like someone else was going to take it away. And then I lifted it up to the Lord, lifted my hands up. I said, here you go, Lord. And it was partly my dad's pain and partly my pain, you know, and uh, that in that moment, gosh, I just felt, I, I didn't realize what happened right there. And it wasn't until a few days later where I realized like I just hadn't been bitter. I hadn't been upset. I hadn't been like, I hadn't been ups- mad at my dad, you know, and I felt like that pain just really went away right there. Um. And after we had prayed that, the guy who's talking to me gave me a mission. He said, here's what you're going to do. You're going to write your dad a letter. Whatever letter you want to write him, but a letter of blessing, a letter of thanks, you know, a letter of just being thankful for what he did do in your life. And because he has a testimony about how he gave his dad a letter and how it just changed his dad's life. And and I, j- I don't want to just stay in this position that I'm in with my dad. You know, I was ready to drop him. So I really wanted I wanted to do this. I was hearing him and I was even asking the Lord in the middle of our conversation, like, should I be receiving any of this? And the Lord was like, yeah, receive it. So, OK. So. So. He tells me to write a letter to my mom and my dad. And um, and so that's what I did. So after we finished that conversation, I went home. And this was Thursday night. And I felt like I needed to do this now. That I was on such an important track in my life that this took president, pres, precedent. Pre, how do you say that? This, this took precedent. Present, pres, uh, did I say it right? This took president, presidents, persistence. <laughs> no, pres, presidents. Done their crime before sentencing or interview. Huh? Precedents, precedents, right? Pre, so. The condition of being considered more important than something. Yeah, this took precedence. Pres- preced- <laughs> this took precedence over everything. This healing that I wanted, the healing that I felt like the Lord was doing in my life, took over. It took first priority. So waking up Friday morning, honestly leaving Thursday night from Dallas, I felt like that's why the Lord wanted me to quit. And so I could be prepared beforehand to be in this position, you know. And thankfully, you know, the Lord's grace is always there. And so Friday morning, I mean, I was still able to quit. And that's when I did. Uh, But what happened Thursday night gave me a bigger perspective on what the Lord wanted to do Tuesday morning. You know what I mean? Um, So let that be an encouragement to you. I'm not doing the story, but just, you know, if the Lord tells you something like trust that he's going to set other things in motion to uh, continue what he started. You know what I mean? Like that first step may not make any sense, but he's doing it for a reason. So I found my reason and I'm a, I'm a logical guy, you know, so 
Um, I'm thankful that he gave me that a real reason for me to quit. And yeah, Friday I go in and, you know, I told you all the story of how that happened. I made my boss's drink and I said, peace in the Middle East and dipped out. And then I came home and I started writing the letters and I started, you know, praying and um, just being at peace with, gosh, with my, I just felt really at peace with the decision, you know? I was like, man, the Lord's got me on on the right track right now. Like, he's he's doing something amazing in my life. And so the, the Friday going up to Tuesday, I was writing these letters here and there. And Tuesday, I gave one to my mom. I gave hers first. And she had actually went with me to the upper room. Hey, she went to the Spanish service with me. And she loved it. Bro, she sat in there all two hours. Can you believe that? My mom, she'd be showing up late to worship like a regular church on purpose because she can't really sit through that. But she sat in that worship for two hours. And it was amazing. Me and her prayed for each other. We were holding each other's hand like half the time. We were just, we were there as a family just praising God. Like, oh, just thinking about it. So good. Thank you, Jesus. Ricky and, um, <laughs> sorry, that was my cat. <laughs> I, just, I like grabbing onto their tail because they try to like escape the grip, you know? <laughs> and they like start freaking out. <laughs> Sorry, that's terrible. Okay, um You're so sweet. Come here. Come here. You wanna come up here? Um I gave it to her after service on Tuesday. And gosh, she was just really sweet. She just man, we bonded so much that day. You know, and yesterday I realized that like my mom is the only person I can be myself around. Besides the Lord. And that's no offense to any of y'all or whatever. You know, obviously that's more about me than it is you guys. Um, but I just really feel like my mom, my mom's identity molded mine, you know. So when I'm around her, I feel most like myself because we're so similar. Um, and it's, gosh, it's just so sweet. Someone asked me that yesterday and I couldn't think, I, they thought, I was thinking of like friends and I was like, man, I don't really have any friends that I can be myself around, you know. No offense to any of y'all, like I said, but. Then I thought about it. I thought about my mom last night and I was like, man, you know what? I can really be whole around my mom. And even though my mom can be kind of, uh, I don't know, like I guess overprotective or sometimes not even understanding of like these kind of godly moves that I'm making, you know, because I mean, who's going to understand? I don't even understand it, but I just be doing it because the Lord says so, right? But just something about her presence, like I can just, I could be my, I don't have to worry about trying to be this other person. Like she's, she just accepts me. And yeah, she moms me sometimes, you know, she like, don't do this, don't do that. Make sure you do that. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, whatever. Um, but like, she is amazing. And so that moment on Tuesday that we shared when I gave her the letter, I framed it and everything. It's all, it's all nice. It, uh, I feel like it really spoke to our relationship and. And uh, it was just an awesome way to honor my parents, too, especially with me, like, about to move, hopefully, to Dallas. I really wanted to honor them uh, and honor my dad through all this, too. That was one of my, like, uh, issues as well, like, something that was causing me turmoil is that I wanted to be done with my dad, but I wanted to honor him still because that's what the Bible says, you know? That's what that, that is one of the commandments that comes with the promise, like, it says, honor your mom and dad, and, and it will go well with you, and, like, you will prosper. And and I really wanted to do that, you know? 
I really wanted to honor uh, my mother and father. And so, and I feel like I did that. I feel like I did that with my mom. And then come Wednesday, I meet up with my dad. Now, this is like, I'm so nervous. You know, this is really where it's at. My mom, you know, it went well with us. Praise God. But like this, I'm doing all this for my dad, you know, for myself and for my dad and for what the Lord wants to do. So we meet up some place called Daybreak Cafe and I have this letter and I tell him to bring his reading glasses because I have something for him. So I'm already setting up that something is different about this breakfast, you know. So he shows up and it's just awkward, bro. Obviously there's something going on. And so we're sitting there just eating chips. But I wanted to wait until we ordered. So that way there was like that 15, 20 minute window between when we order and get our food where we can just hash it out. No interruptions or anything. So I had to wait it out. It was awful. The worst, (laughs) the most awkward experience of my life. Those first 10 minutes of breakfast. Um, But then finally, I just, I just told him. And I was so nervous. I did not want to. Gosh, it was so tough just starting that whole conversation off. Just, just about, because like, I wasn't necessarily bitter, but I could, I could have easily went off on him. You know, I could have easily been like, dad, like you were not it as a child. Like you left, you know, how could you? Um, but gosh, changing the perspective of it all, changing how I was looking at it, how I was looking at my dad and seeing him as someone who was broken as well, you know, and who, who did do his best. I mean, he, he made bad decisions. Yeah. But I just freaking grinded hours on Dragon Quest for absolutely no reason at all. Like what's that bad decision versus my bad decision? You know what I mean? Like sin is sin. So I opened up and I was like, dad, I've been thinking a lot about how how my childhood was and how I was raised and the things I had and the things I didn't have. And then I took out the letter and I was like, but I want to say thank you for giving me the things that I had. I gave him the letter. He took out his little reading glasses. And he sat there and read it. And it was quiet. I didn't say anything. He read it. And he got up and he gave me a hug. He gave me a hug and then he said he'll he'll always be proud of me. And that he'll always love me. And he started crying. I don't know if I've ever seen my dad cry like that. I don't think so. And we just had this holy moment. It was just, you could just see it in his face. That like all his hard work, like finally came full circle. And was worth it. You could just tell that that he felt he was he was finally feeling like someone was proud of him for the work that he had done for us. 
that someone finally gave him thanks for what he did and not criticize him for what he didn't. And it was amazing. It was amazing. It was one of the most amazing moments I've ever spent with my dad. Probably the most amazing. Afterwards, we kept talking. Our food came. We just kind of munched. I talked to him about my car and plans for Dallas and how I want to move. Just uh, opened up a little bit, you know. I still haven't gotten my email for USM to know whether or not I'm in. So, you guys... It's not that I haven't told y'all because... I am nervous to tell y'all. I just, I don't even know yet, you know? So, I will let you know as soon as I know if I got accepted into USM or not. Anywho. <sighs> Anywho, I was telling him just, yeah, my plans to move to Dallas and da-da-da. And, and then he told me about Disney World and he's trying to go this summer. And I'm like, shit. Get me in, bro. I know I don't have money, but hey, I'm down. So, yeah, it was, gosh, it was so sweet. And he just opened up about needing to talk to my brother and my mom. And you could just tell there was like a change in his heart that like, that like he wasn't ashamed to be part of his family anymore. He was finally proud to be a dad. And guys, I could go all day about what he didn't do. But just the fact that I took time out of the day to appreciate what he did just changed everything. And I don't know if you're going through dad issues like I was. Like I still am because it is a process. But if you can just think, just think one thing right now. Think of one thing that your dad did right. And thank him for that. Because out of all the things he did wrong, at least he did that right. And I know it sucks that it's, you know, 10 to 1 of the bad versus good. But there's some good in there, and you just have to find it. And that's what I had to do to find it. And it's been such a process to, to process, you know what I mean? It's been such a roller coaster. But I wouldn't have traded this last week for anything. This last week has been so pivotal. It's been so trajectory changing for me. And what lies ahead of me. I have a date tonight, by the way. Praise the Lord of my soul. <laughs> and she's really cool, and hopefully that works out. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh! Shalom. I'm so sorry. I like... <laughs> I uh 
I did something with the mic. <laughs> and it like stopped for a second. I'm sorry. Man, um yeah. And then yesterday was crazy. Um Thursdays are always crazy, bro. Thursdays trip me out. We had another class yesterday, right? Like the the class where I got that prayer of taking the pain away that was last Thursday. And yesterday, which was I guess, you know, last Thursday as well. Um it was the following class and and it was just crazy. We just opened up about a lot of things. Uh, my friends were opening up, and man, it was nuts, bro. It was nuts. But uh, yeah, I got to hang out with I got to hang out with Annika and Manage. Shout out Annika and Manage, bro. They are the homies, homies for life. I'm just declaring it right now, in Jesus name. Homies for life. Annika's freaking hilarious, bro. She's just a joy to be around. You just you. Just get energy off of her just immediately. And then managing, bro, can't tell you how sweet she is. She like, she's the glue, you know? When she's not there, everything just falls apart. Me and Annika look at each other like, oh, what do we do? <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're both just so sweet. Hold on, someone tagged me in a post. That's me, you guys. That ain't easy to say. I think I'd rather pull a bullet through my brain. I know it's not over yet. <laughs> That's my old music. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, all the stuff that, all the deep stuff that happened was in the class, and I can't really uh, disclose that info, so I'll leave it right here. Uh, <sighs> Lord is just doing a lot in my life, you guys. And I think I run to Dragon Quest because it's a lot, you know, it's a lot to process. It's a lot to go through. And I just, uh, man, I'm a take five kind of guy. Like I need my breaks. <laughs> I need my breaks. I'm sorry. I just, I can't run the race. You know, I can't, I'm not a marathon runner. I'm more of a sprinter. So, yeah, sorry, Lord, but I hope this podcast spoke to y'all. I really felt like I needed to share it. I literally did not share this with anybody. Did I tell anyone I was writing a letter? I don't think so. Like, I may have just briefly mentioned it, but I did not go into depth like I did in this podcast. So you guys are the literally first ones to know about all of this. Um, so, Lord, I just thank you for this time. I thank you that you allowed me to open up, Lord, and you allowed this breakthrough to be someone else's breakthrough, Lord. I just pray to whoever's listening under the sound of my voice that if you feel something in your heart to write your dad a letter, your mom, um, and, and that pain is there, and I know, and I get it. And, Lord, I just pray you would take their pain away. I pray you would take it away, Lord, and, and give them a heart. Give them your heart, the heart of a father, Lord. To let them see their own father through the lens of mercy and grace, Lord. Just take the pain away. It's there. It's so real. And what you went through, listener, is so real. Lord, just take their pain away, please. And allow them to speak to their mother and father and honor them in the lives that they provided for us, Lord. 
I just thank you. I love you. I worship you. And I pray we would all have a blessed day. And Lord, I pray you would bless his date. You'd bless his day. You'd keep me chill. No pressure, you know. Just allow me to be myself. Allow her to be herself. And if it works, it works, Lord. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. All I ask is that you're there through it all, Lord. I pray that. In Jesus' name, amen. Woo! Father, Son, and Spirit, I love you, Jesus. Bye, you guys. Love you all, too.